The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. <laughs> This episode of Driving While Awesome is brought to you by Battery Tender. We often get asked what you should bring on a rally or a road trip, what kind of gear, tools, etc. And honestly, I don't even have to use this ad copy because I own one of these and it is something I bring everywhere I go. But Battery Tender is now making a thousand amp jump starter and these are awesome. You can throw away the jumper cables. It fits in your glove box. And on a single charge, you can jumpstart 30 vehicles. On top of that, you can charge your phone and other devices with it. It's got a flashlight. fits in your glove box. Pretty sweet. BatteryTender.com. And if you use the code DWA20, you'll get 20% off your entire order. They have solar chargers, trickle chargers, all that stuff. Uh, even waterproof, weatherproof chargers and uh, maintainers for your battery. And I know most of us have a few extra cars that could use this stuff. So batterytender.com. They've been around since 1965. They know what they're doing. These things are safe. They work. And uh, you get a discount. So for being a listener of Driving While Awesome, use DWA20 at batterytender.com for 20% off. And we appreciate them sponsoring the podcast. All right. Enjoy the show. See ya. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I am Art. I am Brian. <laughs> uh, Wham doesn't like God. that. <laughs> I want to apologize to the listeners. Um, first of Why all, would uh, you do that? Oh, God. It doesn't yep. get better. does not compute. Uh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Please enter your uh, password again. Your password okay. is wrong. Invalid. Please identify how many fire hydrants. How many trucks are in the, how many pictures with trucks? <laughs> so when we fucked up by that, there'll be a dude, motorcycle one and there's a moped in there. I'm like, well, you know what? I don't dude, know. I, do I, I was just, okay. By the way, totally car relevant. Freaking Craigslist. Now, if you want to click to see somebody's number, you have to go through three passes of, uh, this captures? little entry thing. Yeah. The captures. Oh. And so it'll be like, identify the trucks. And it's like, oh. uh, you know, fire truck, dump truck. That's fine. I feel like there was one, there was a bus in there and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> truck chassis, truck chassis. Yeah. Right. Like, what are you going to categorize it? Well, as? motorcycles like, yeah, yeah. and then there's a scooter and I'm like, well, that's clearly not a yeah. motorcycle. Yeah. Are you no. trying to trick no. me or? Dude, I think those are always trying that to trick me. That thing has less like... than. F- that thing has less than 50 cc's. I think you can ride that without an M1 license. So therefore it is not a motorcycle and you know, I'm not going to click that one. And then they, you know, exactly. No, there's a no Craigslist number for you. Have you guys seen the meme where it's like, uh, you know, click all the pictures that have a, a turn signal on them or something, whatever. And it's like, it's the, the corner is like spilling over into the next <laughs> square and it's like a dude sweating. Like he's like sweating balls, you know, he's like, ah, well, I've seen ones where it's like for us, it'll be like, click pictures with all the cars and it's like yes <laughs> like you finally have <laughs> no, one. i got yeah. this one i got this I figured this out but then of course it's a picture of like 
uh, from like the top of a mountain looking over a town and you're like, oh, I'm sure there's, there's a definitely car cars there. there. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like somewhere. we would click on click on the ones that show a traffic light and it's like the edge of the traffic light. The light itself is not in the picture. Why do they, like, oh, why do, they do that? What the fuck is their obsession with traffic lights <laughs> and crosswalks? Yeah. Traffic you. lights is a number one. Yeah. yeah. Get your shit out of here. I'm sick of it. Start over. Semaphore. Right, so you have want. you guys seen the? I've I've never seen one as aggressive as this new Craigslist one that just like I, I feel like it that. just started in the last. It used couple to be weeks. just click for contact and it would be it would pop up. Yeah, yeah, it's new, huh? And so it's a new thing, and it's it's the most aggressive. I've never had to go through three different panels of it to get access. I mean, it's they're probably like, good. They're getting rid of I know, all those just bots. Like, fuck these robots, so, dude! Yeah. Just like get out like of here. Art and Brian. Yeah. Yeah, I was just yeah. thinking um, when when, when Brian we're, we're was um, hired by Craigslist, Brian's voice there, because um, 2001 Space Odyssey was supposedly in 2001, right? And the movie was made, what, in the late 60s? And listen to how smooth Hal's voice was. Hal right. was like fucking, he was like humanoid, like, right, or whatever you want to call it. And him. have you seen Moon? <laughs> yeah. Moon, I have great, not. Great movie. Uh, Kevin Spacey plays the robot voice. Very oh, smooth. Yeah. Nice choice. Yeah. It's directed by David Bowie's son. Oh man, it's such a good movie with uh, with um, Dom Hall Gleason is in it, isn't he? Well, it's the guy that played W in the recent Vice movie. Oh, what the fuck's his name? It's, it's what's his name? Um, he's a really good actor. Oh, uh, Will actor. Ferrell. I'm no, just <laughs> he plays a great Bush though. Ah, it's uh, it. he's from Sam uh, Rockwell. Yeah, Sam, Sam Rockwell. Rockwell. Got it. Got it, Got dude. There. All right. This is a podcast about cars. We're talking about cars here, guys. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. Um, all right. So a lot to talk about, a lot to update. Um, first things first. I pop up. We, freak all the honeys. On the second verse, yeah. I learned a hell of a lot from the get down. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had my hose <laughs> going. Anyways. Okay. Back to the... Digging deep in my pocket for a fat sack. <laughs> Feel me? I'm so goddamn bad. Stop. Then I had to kick it off in the hose. All right, I take it back. Okay, this is see. much worse than the robots. This is much worse. That's <laughs> no, pretty good. That's uh, pretty good. Because yeah. a girl trying to deal me, rolled okay, off with okay. the man in the Mustang pony. pony. <laughs> my favorite is Brian's after you. That's the best part of it. I don't want to read. I don't want to do the next verse because it's pretty gnarly. Yeah, yeah. So okay. it gets controversial. Right. Uh, Lane and I had a Patreon podcast with uh, Paul Kramer of Auto Kennel. He was in Santa Cruz, and we did a quick uh, recap, mainly of his experience on the rally and what he's been up to, which is cool. Shout out to Paul. He's been driving like an absolute maniac this week. He was not joking around when he's like, I'm going to stay up there and drive. All right. Um, I think he's like in Eureka or I don't know where yeah, he is yeah. today, but somewhere up. out there. So we had a little bit of recap on Patreon. If you're not a patron, please check out Driving Well Awesome on Patreon. A lot of podcasts and other content on there, but Art and Brian were not on that podcast. And uh, I'd like to hear your recaps and experience and kind of just get into Coastal Range Rally North. And then uh, by the time the next week rolls around, we'll have South to talk about. But uh, yeah, good. it was a good day of driving. Indeed it was. Yeah, and I I didn't listen to that podcast, but I I heard it was a good one. Uh, oh, someone did? was making comments that it was uh, 
it was a, a nice nice little episode. Um, yeah. So I, I haven't heard yours either, so I'm going to be tempted to hear your guys' side of the story too, but I guess i got to go back and listen. We didn't talk um, much about ours. Not as much, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so first off, uh, you know, it was trying a new thing, one-day rally. I'll, you know, I said it on the Thursday show, but I ended up exhausted. It was a ton of driving, and uh, th- that's a good thing in my book. Um, it all seemed to go really smoothly and, and it was great to see everybody. I, I thought that was, thought it worked great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really was happy to see how, how respectful everyone was and people were rocking their masks and everyone timed even something as simple as, you know, getting your swag bags and your shirts and everything pretty, it all happened very organically where like people kind of got stuff in little, you know, in separate kind of groups and it wasn't like a line or people standing around, you know, so all of those little details added up for a great experience for everyone. I think everyone felt very comfortable. Um, but yeah, that's what it's all about. Right. I mean, the cars are cool. Driving is awesome, but like hanging out with people that we know and love is like where it's at. And especially now more than ever, where we're all like isolated. It was, it was so fun to, to see, see people again, uh, in chat and stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I really like that lot. Wham. That was, a um, you know, I know we were talking about it early on. I'm like, dude, like, I don't know, like I was kind of concerned that it might be full or whatever, but you know, it, it, it worked out perfectly and having the, you know, the Oxbow across the street with the, obviously the coffee shop opened up earlier than we anticipated, which worked out great. So, um, great, great start location. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was just going to say that, um, the, the start thing, um, you know, I, I think naturally people started to leave and, and kind of go on, um, with, in their own groups or whatever. Um, I just personally, we can talk about everyone's drive, but I felt like I, I should have waited a little bit longer. Like I just kind of jumped into a massive group and like, and then I ended up having to pull over immediately. So just from my own kind of thing, like, uh, from the experience, I feel like I could have waited, uh, longer and built a bigger gap, but, um, yeah, Brian, you, you were rolling with, uh, Ryan Barrett and, uh, who else were you with? Yeah, it was funny. I, I, uh, I pulled up and I was like, you know, on the way from Scotts Valley in the morning of, and, um, uh, just pick a gas station that's convenient on the way, like right, basically right before, uh, I pull up right behind him at the gas station and, um, uh, you know, he's coming from Aptos. So we were basically, uh, you know, just right, right there driving together without even knowing it. But, um, it's fun because he's in an E36 M3. He's totally gutted that thing. And 46, uh, that thing's right? been on. 46. So, oh, is e46. that not what I said? Yeah. E46 M3. Um, and we've, we've had a ton of good driving, uh, uh, sessions together. And so I was stoked to end up, uh, right next to him. Uh, and basically, yeah, stuck with him going through a few different groups through the, re- through the rest of the day. And, um, uh, yeah, at, uh, at one point mix in with, um, Gabe Nashon and the whole crew with the beamers and everything. Cause Gabe had, uh, he was on the side of the road broken down and we went flying by him. And then kind of stop after and we're like, I don't know, you know, we didn't really see the thumbs up there. Um, so Ryan makes a call. We flip around and uh, go up there. And sure enough, he he was uh, in the middle of a repair. Um, so we ended up hanging in with that whole crew the whole time uh, after that. And, uh, you know, so we had like five or six of us mobbing. Just, yeah. Right. It was awesome. good. I mean, and we were together, actually, Brian, you and I in the morning. Uh, a little yeah, bit. You were right. behind me. We were with Teal yep. in the 924, and uh, who else was with that Elaine. 
Lane was Lane. in there. Yeah, it was like yeah. I was behind. It was nine two four uh, Lane, nine forty four, then me in the E forty six, Ryan in the E forty six. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you know, we said that was uh, we ended up going through like uh, several construction zones, so you get this line of like thirty cars, <laughs> all from our rally, um, which is interesting and kind of long waits for that. So people are like getting out of their car and walking around, and it was cool, like though. right in the burn areas too. So it's like eerily next to, you know, these, it's like, you know, there's barbed wire fences along the road and the fence posts are just hanging in the air because the bottoms had just burned completely through. And it's like all the trees are charred and like art takes that picture next to that burned out building. And it's like, you're just kind of sitting there. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I mean, yeah. Cause you know, I mentioned it in the post, it's like, you see, we're used to seeing burnt forests and stuff. Not that it's a good thing, but it's just, you sort of get used to that. And then once you start seeing built like burnt structures, then it's more personal, right? It's, 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 it's pretty right. bizarre. Um, I actually did go after the fact and looked uh, to find out what that business was. And I, I felt better about it after the fact because it was an abandoned like gas station or something. And so, um, even like the, some Google images from like a year ago, like it was all graffitied up and like uh, boarded up and stuff. So it's, it wasn't hopefully not a major loss for anyone, you know? Um, but yeah, those little, you know, I mean, naturally, uh, we, we run into certain things day of on, on rallies that are sometimes unexpected. Uh, in this case, you know, there was a, f- a major fire in the area and there were like, you know, a lot of tree trimming and cleaning kind of activities going on in certain areas and unfortunately that meant that we had to stop you know as as you said for for you know 10 15 minutes at a time for i mean mean, a few times but it ended up being kind of a a positive thing right like it ended up being a thing as you said just sort of like a hang sesh people just chilling and i talked to several people about it and they're like dude like i'm just happy to be out here like i don't care about this at all like you know it's 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 yeah the weather was killer and and everyone was getting out of their cars and just kind of hanging out like cars and coffee style so yeah yeah it was totally cool yeah um I, i was like Trying to, you know, this is the first time I drive this car kind of beyond like driving around my neighborhood, really. I hadn't really taken it on any kind of fun drives at all. So I was trying to figure the car out, right? Like, okay, I'm like, what do I like about this setup right now? Like, what do I want to change? Or do I, you know, all these little details as I was driving it. Um, the car is just on, you know, H&R Sports and uh, Bill Steen Sports, uh, stock sway bars. And then I just have, I put 15 millimeter spacers on the stock basket weaves and it's on a Falcon as any's tires. And, um, it does have a re- a fairly recent alignment. Um, and the, the one thing I had mentioned, I, I was talking to Lane the morning of, I'm like, dude, I'm kind of sketched out by these tires because the car sat for like multiple times oh. over the course of the last couple of years. It wasn't driven yeah. very much. And so these are, you know, an aggressive tire that does not like to sit around. And it's also, it's, it's one of these things you have to use it, but also they do heat cycle out, which is another thing, right? Um, and I'm convinced this is a weird thing, but, um, I'm convinced that, um, the exterior layer of the rubber on the tires had sort of oxidized and hardened over time. But I, once I burned through that, once you wore it, it off. I, dude, yeah, once I wore it off, like it I actually think that makes sense. It, dude, yeah. it, it was, it was like, I was really, um, I, cause I, I, I kept like, you know, I was throwing it into certain turns and getting more confidence in the front end because initially it was like understeering and I could, it was sliding out very easily. And like, you know, I like got super yeah. sideways the night before, just like driving it around my neighborhood to do a final little shakedown and in a place that I didn't expect it to. And like, I was like, fuck these tires, not only do they require temperature, but I think they're just really hard now. And yet within 20 miles of the rally after, 
you know, because I was activating ABS pretty early on too without like much effort. Um, 20 miles after that, um, I feel like I scrubbed off that layer of like hard oxidized rubber or whatever. And, and dude, they nice. felt just like old as any tires that I'm familiar with. Uh, so that was That's great. Rad. Like actually it was very confidence inspiring and I got more comfortable in the car. Um, but, um, yeah, the, the, I, I like the current setup. I think, you know, it's, I, I don't want to lower it any further. Um, I like the ride quality right now. Um, but, uh, one thing that Gabe Nash and I were talking about that is going to become, I think a thing, um, at least before I do the swap is that, um, right now, like third gear is very usable because I have a very small wheel and tire combo. Like it's, you know, one ninety five sixty on a 14 inch wheel. So that diameter is very nice for the gearing in the car. So, you know, it's not, it's not a very powerful car. So, you know, second and third is where you're at. And once you put a big, a larger diameter tire, he, our wheel, he has 16s on there before. Um, like he noticed that third gear was almost unusable. And then second gear, you were kind of running out of gear. So you end up in this weird place where for these types of roads, it's not a very enjoyable thing to drive, right? So wait, um, he was changing his overall diameter? Yeah, he did. He changed his overall but diameter. You don't have to. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know what I haven't done the math, but I think you always end up a little bit taller, not by a ton. I mean, super minor yeah, though. Yeah. Right? Um, I remember it being, I think the closest I got with something decent, like a 45 series tire was, yeah, about like a, what, 0.75 inches or something in overall diameter difference. Uh, but, um, that's a pretty big difference probably. Yeah. And that's pro, and that's on the conservative side, right? Like you can go way, way bigger than that. Um, but, um, and so we were just talking about that and like, that's a detail that I know eventually I'm going to face, but you know, when you have more power, you know, that's not as big of a problem. Um, one thing that I what? didn't think, oh, sorry, good. Uh, I'm just curious, uh, what rear end do you have? Is it an LSD and what is it a 373? It's a 373 LSD and the LSD is really nice. It's very tight and works nice. really well. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really fun to, I can feel it like like it's it's really fun to power out of turns because I can feel the power transfer very clearly in the rear end and it's really cool to play with because it's very mechanical you know so um, that's a fun thing um, but um, I think I'll leave that alone with the K24 just from what I've been reading like they don't mess with yeah. that and it seems to be geared pretty well for it with the current with that transmission. Um, but, um, so you just said that you were planning, so it felt pretty good, the setup, uh, and you might stick with it, but then you're talking that you're going to change the wheels and tires. Like it's a given that's going to change everything about your setup. Right. I mean, uh, well, that, that's, that's where I, you, I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's the, that's the dilemma now. Right. Is like, as I get there, it's like, I really, I mean, I, I do like a larger diameter wheel on this car. I think it looks better, but you know, it's then you're dealing with these sort of issues, right? So, but you have more and power, so you go warrant, through it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and then you have with more power, you go, you know, the car is faster. So the gearing is, 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 you know, it becomes, it changes how, how the whole setup is, as you're saying. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll right. see when I get there. I mean, um, those are just little details that I noticed and realized as I was driving the car and experiencing it now for the first time I, in this type of environment. Yeah. And I'm, um, it's nice. It's good to hear feedback about how it's going. Cause I'm, su I've been super curious, um, about how your car, how your car's going to set up initially. And, and, um, also, also I, uh, I'm curious because you've always been a fast group guy and this is not a fast group car. Um, but before I get to that, I just want to give a plug that 
um, when I'm mentally building E30s, which I'll do in my head, uh, I, I'll probably always have a, a mental build of an E30 going. Um, I, I would really like to see one um, like on the CN36s, like a small, just like you talked about, Art, your experience uh, with your 2002, the green one, and you had kind of skinny, tall CN36s. And your experience driving the white 2002 that was dialed when you went down to visit Paul Kramer. Um, In both of those cases, I feel like you were pretty enthusiastic about staying with the spirit of how that car originally handled and, uh, you know, kind of like more slidey than grip and uh, using that same approach to an e30 sounds really fun to me especially when you pair it with a a motor like the k20 or k24 even though you're going to be running a lot more power and that's going to suggest using a wider bigger tire uh i i just uh i'm just throwing a plug that uh i don't know it might be worth considering having maybe just a second set that's like the small set and i don't know if you know a cn36 is period correct for the wrong period but maybe there's like an equivalent and maybe that's exactly what Warren's running right now with his 14 inch Jajaro tires yeah, or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Red I think that yeah. would, I, I don't know. I, I think that would be frustrating. I mean, cause like you're talking about adding a hundred horsepower to the car and like that, that car was not set up to do that. I think with the current engine, yeah. maybe that makes more sense. Um, there's also with the 2002, it's much, much lighter, right? So that's like another thing when you, when you have a super light car on skinny tires and like, that's kind of like, I don't know. Um, I, no doubt that it can be entertaining, um, you know, on, on a, on a, I'm on an E30, I think, but it's just like, if you're trying to power out of stuff or you're trying to actually use the power, then like you're constantly like losing traction. And I feel like that would be pretty frustrating. Um, but I mean, yeah, tires and wheels are a thing. That's, that's kind of what I wanted to summarize that with. And I mean, I feel you. Uh, the one thing I did want to say though, is that I expect it to be more of a problem is this fucking air dam, you know, because (laughs) it is big and you know, there's shit in the road and all that kind of stuff. And, um, Oddly enough, um, all the compressions, all the bumps, all the speed, all the whatever did not affect it at all. Like it was actually totally unscathed. I didn't hit anything. Uh, we did confirm that it's a little bit lower than the one that is on, um, on WAMS. It's probably about a half an inch lower, uh, than you would have on a, on an IS stand, uh, later, uh, model air dam. And uh, also my car is low, lowered. I don't know with the exact same suspension setup. Yeah, uh, I don't know I which can, one's lower. You're right. Yeah, I didn't check yeah, tire but, tire height and stuff. I don't yeah, know. both are lowered. Yeah, um, yeah. but it is low. It is you know lower than Wham's and and um, everything was fine until we fucking hit a construction zone that had about a quarter mile of dirt road and they, um, you know, all these heavy trucks have that. run had had driven over it and of course they it created a crown in the middle which pushed all this dirt and rocks into the center and so I uh, you know such it, a gnarly crown. Dude, I hit it right in the dead center of my fucking air dam and, um, and I had just restored it. And of course I cracked it in three places and I chipped a bunch of paint off of it and like all this shit. So I mean, and it was one of those like, things where it, it like it all of a sudden just was there. Like I, I think I was in the lead or the second car when we got moved through and there was like zero visibility to like plan ahead to like get around it. You just immediately yeah. drop into this huge divot. And, and so. I remember in my and and your air dams lower than mine. I'm certain, but uh, even for me, I was like cringing, and I had to like four wheel drive it to like get up to uh, the higher plateau. But that was all the damage would have been done if I had a low air dam. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I went through that same exact section, hit the exact same part you're talking about, thought I ripped my air dam off and then we had to pull over when we got ahead and it missed my air dam barely and my skid plate took the brunt of it. So it would have hit my oil pan for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it was dirt. It was like hard clods of dirt, but. I don't know. It was rocks definitely was too. I felt like rocks too. Yeah. But. I think, I think with your car, it, see the, the later cars have that, that IS lip is, is, um, has a gap in the middle. So like the, the sides on the right and left are lower. So that helped, right? Otherwise you yeah. would have definitely hit it. But the, the advantage of an air dam like yours, and that's why they changed the design is that it's a two piece design. So if you damage that bottom section, you replace it. Whereas mine is all one piece. <laughs> like, well, not only that, yeah. it, it curves on the bottom of mine. It, it, it rounds off towards oh, right. the bottom of the car and yours is almost like a shovel. Yeah. Or like a, like a snow plow, right? Right. It's, right. Uh, Cow yeah. catcher. Cow catcher, Thank <laughs> cow batcher. It's um, out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, I was super stoked on the car. I mean, I, I think that. What, uh, oh, let's go what for about it. slow car, slow group versus fast group? Um, well, that's, good I guess question. that's, that's a good question because I ended up kind of driving by myself for a lot of the rally. Like it just kind of ended up that way. I did cruise with you guys for a second. It was, um, you know, with uh, you uh, leading Ryan and then me behind you guys. But I'm, I was probably with you guys for about three miles before we hit a, a construction zone or a clearing zone. So, um, you know, we yeah, did, I but I was, that. I was stoked. I mean, I, I was, I, cause basically the the cool thing about you know slow car fast always is that you get a lot more watt right you get a lot more wide open throttle usage so um that's really entertaining so i definitely enjoyed that um you know when whenever whenever i was with a faster group um i feel like for most roads like i can i you know it could keep up okay you know it's like once you get a wide, a wide open straight then it's over right i mean it's <laughs> you're super down on power um but um yeah that was one thing that um, i was a little bummed about is just i i didn't end up with a group you know i i, I somehow ended up to- totally solo um i had a couple moments where i cruised with um you know big fat flip on uh on instagram he's got the focus rs and then um, you know, a couple other people, but, um, uh, this time around, I definitely want to find a group because uh, it is way more fun when you're with a group. Um, I, of course, you know, when you get a totally clear road by yourself, that's also cool. You know, I mean, and I did get one of those sections completely free, which was insane. And I had a, a good time there, but overall as, as, as an event, right, this is a rally. It's a very social event. And I think, you know, like cruising with your friends and watching what the car is doing in front of you and, yeah. and then swapping around, right? Sometimes yeah. they lead and they, and they're, they're kind of like looking ahead for you. And then when it's your turn to do yeah. that, um, you know, it's just entertaining and fun to, to do that as a group. And also just, you know, I, I, I just, um, I feel like, I guess I'm beating a dead horse, but I'm just saying it's like, I, I feel like it's important to, to do it as a group versus a solo thing. Otherwise we could go drive these roads by ourselves. Anytime, no, it's, you know? it's yeah, way it's, more it, fun as kind, a group. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of funny, yeah. Like you don't want a lot of cars, but you want right. some, right? <laughs> like, yep. uh, yeah, some cars is best. Uh, being alone is probably second best, and then third best is having too many cars. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that. So that's the first rally for that car, uh, for you. Uh, yeah. that's pretty good. Made it, made it yep. through. Yeah, and the goal is, you know, hopefully if things go as, as planned, you know, to, to basically swap it and then compare it, right? Like, I'll probably, I mean, obviously, I'm going to do one more rally. You're swapping, as is it, and you're swapping it for the rally on Thursday, right? Tomorrow. Uh, so yeah, tomorrow. Um, yeah. Um, well, speaking of preparation, I mean, I guess I can get into that. Um, you know, one thing that the car did not have done that uh, that I wanted to do was the AC, right? Um, it, so it had a fully, it had a fully redone system three years ago, right? So they went through the whole system. Um, 
and but the, the the system didn't have any refrigerant in it and then, you know i checked i have a little you know gauge on a gauge that i used on the system and it had nothing in it so uh, I hit up Mikey and he said that when he bought the car, it was functional, but you know, he didn't drive it very much. And I think from just sitting, the seals probably shrunk and the shit leaked out. So, um, I charged it today. Um, and, um, I'm going to see if it holds. I'm just hoping that it holds for a few days because uh, we're going to go into some heat, you know? So, um, that's one thing I would like to have for, especially some of those longer kind of sweepier areas where, you know, I just want to have the windows up on the, and, and I say that because in the twisty stuff, I want to have it off because I need the power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, I, uh, I'm, I'm almost... having the same problem, actually. I, my AC, I, I was uh, had it inspected before this rally, and um, uh, we charged it, and it didn't do the trick. So I, I think I actually need a compressor and, and oh, a few shit. other things. So I, I've, mm-hmm. I've had non-functional AC for kind of a long time now. It's on mm-hmm. the list now. Yeah, mine, I still have the compressor sitting there in my car, no belt, and all the, you know, all the hoses and stuff oh, are yeah. still on the vehicle, and I think it needs a compressor. The bummer is when I bought it, the previous owner had just put, like, $1,000 into the AC because he lived in Arizona at the mm-hmm. time, and it worked great, and then I got it, and I don't know if I ever had AC. <laughs> it just, mm-hmm. like, leaked out or Weird. whatever the repair, and I, I was just, like, was over it. And so when you're and, saying what you're saying the compressor um you think it's the the seals in it or like the clutch yeah, so or there's dye put in the the system and you can see one of the seals on the compressor has a little bit of dye coming out oh. so it's probably a remanufactured unit either it wasn't a good one or who knows but they're not even that expensive I mean I think I'd probably be into it 400 bucks or something you know mm-hmm. but whether or not that would fix Plus it labor. I don't know Yeah yeah but it's really easy uh, I mean uh, other than the actual like recharging it um, stuff, the the compressor is right underneath, yeah, uh, on the bottom. Yeah, it's super easy on. to get to and everything. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, one thing that I mean, you guys, E30 guys, you probably know have had this issue before. Um, the fucking seat um, is like like when you go into a a, a hard left hander, the seat tilts to the right, and so uh, have you had this before with the E30 seats? And, um, yeah. I looked this up and it turns out that there's a tab on the inside of the left, on the left side that breaks. And so it's a metal tab and you have to weld it. You have to re-weld it. And, and yeah. what happens is it breaks because there's, there's a bolt there that holds the left section of the fucking seat in place. And so it moves about two and a half inches up and down. So oh, that's <laughs> kind of a big deal. It's, Jeez, yeah, that's, it's, that's terrible. It sucks. So you're I like have... hard on the left-hander and I was, I just learned to anticipate it, but it's, it's not fun, you know? So, um, Eventually, I got to fix that, too. Yeah, I have different seats in my car, but my old seats were pretty tattered, and I don't remember that, though. They were they were worn, like, you know, all the other adjustments and stuff were kind of loose, but it didn't, yeah, didn't flex or anything weird like that. Yeah. Are you, are, are you planning on replacing the seats uh, when you do all this stuff to your car? I, yeah, I guess. It wouldn't be, I mean, out, of, I, I, it wouldn't be yeah. out of the ordinary to do that sort right. of thing. Yeah, I would want, I mean, at least, I was thinking at least the driver's seat, the passenger seat's really nice, so I would probably do like, I was thinking yeah. of doing a bucket in there, um, and, um, just rocking that in there, but, um, especially now, right? Because you have to disassemble the fucking seat to fix this, which is, Lane, Lane knows that how fun that is. Yeah, so, um, no joke. So, I mean, you know, it's almost like you take this out and just, put it in the garage until you sell the car, right? Because now you have the original seat and then just put something nice in there, um, yeah. at least for the driver's side. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'll do both. Who knows? Um, yeah. So I, I had drama leading up to, you know, for car prep leading up to the rally too. I I um, 
was putting those braid wheels on and I had everything uh mounted up like I had I had the new Michelin tires on there um I had my spacers uh and uh I had a, a fender rolling thing so um I just went through the process of mounting everything pulled the fenders you know it's a roll and pull sort of thing and uh drop it all down and uh it rubbed it rubbed like crazy um it huh. wasn't a terrible rub cuz it wasn't a gouge but um it was slipping the tire was slipping up into the fender and then rubbing on the inner fender well up on top i think and so it was just mm. it was just grazing the outside but it was like the the bad part about it was is it was just driving down the street basically it was very uh, no little bumps that would cause it yeah, yeah. Um, you'd like blister and, your pain if you did it more probably well, the inner fender liner, I think it's like a, it's not next to the p- exterior paint. I think it, oh, it's, it's just like a liner. A, in, a liner, yeah. Oh, okay. No, then it's not can... a liner. It's metal. This is like the unibody, but it's separate oh. from the fender. And so yeah, this is in yeah. the rear. The rear is where it was oh, rubbing the, the most. Got yeah. It. Uh, um, and so, uh, you know, mix that in with the other big thing, which was my front tire, uh, front tire wear. Um, I had talked about it many times on the podcast already, but I was getting like crazy in inside, uh, edge tire wear on the front. And so I was like going through all of these different ideas about what it could be and, and, and how I could change my current alignment to compensate and get better tire wear. And so uh, I had an alignment uh, the week of the rally. Um, and I'm going into it need to throw everything out the window. It turns out, cause as soon as they get out on the rack, they see that, uh, it was completely out of whack. I should actually have the numbers with me because it was crazy how out they were. So hmm. it was actually toe out. You're supposed to be, uh, like 0.01 or something or, or, or I think stock is point, uh, 0.018. Uh, total toe out or in is stock. It's usually in and for I, the front. Um, yeah, I, for it, it, stock in is, is what in. I mean to say. Yeah. And this was like uh, not point oh one eight, but point one something, <laughs> ten times the wrong toe out, and that's shit. It was just somehow it got way way out, <laughs> and it was just like. That's why I had the crazy tire wear. It had nothing to do with the fine-tuned settings that we were, like, working with before. So, anyways, it's a very tough thing to do working, you know, d- this is during the workday. I've, I've got all these meetings. They're doing the alignment out there. I'm not standing right there getting the latest, right? I'm just checking in uh, halfway through the day. Very hard to communicate and go back and forth and pick the right settings. I'm the worst type of customer because I have all these, like, strong opinions about exactly what I want. Um, and, uh, we were trying to do two things, get rid of the front tire wear and reduce the rubbing. So, uh, besides messing with the front toe, I was having them mess with the rear camber to try to tuck the wheels up. Anyways, you know, I think I ended up with, you know, they set it up nicely. Um, it did not, the camber, additional camber in the back, actually, they weren't able to get any additional camber in the back. Uh, really, it was already that had changed too from 2.4 to 2. Points, or from 2 to 2.4 negative in the back. So somehow I got a half a degree more negative camber in the back <laughs> just from driving it. 
which is all of this is crazy to me. I didn't know that these things could change so much. Um, cause I think everything otherwise is healthy, you know, like uh, there's, there's no problems that they were reporting. Uh, but anyways, uh, they, uh, handed me the car back and, um, it was still rubbing, which is my fault because of my whole wheel tire choice. Um, so I brought it home, immediately pulled the wheels, threw it up on four jack stands, took the wheels into big O here with my old wheels, had them swap the new tires to my old BMW wheels, which did not rub through the old spacer setup on everything as is before. The only change is a little bit of alignment change. And I rolled and pulled the fenders, um, and uh, had the glorious benefit of on this entire rally, I didn't rub a single time. I can I can toss this car into any corner with any bumps in the middle, and there's zero rubbing. Like I real I pulled I pulled the fenders out a decent amount, and um, you know the wheel it's not stance nation in any way. The wheels are like totally in. You know it's not pushed out to the fenders, but it's like super satisfying to not not rub anywhere. It, it's like kind of like that's a lot pretty, of peace of mind, actually. Pretty awesome. I mean, to it's not, pretty awesome. Yeah. To go away from that setup seems kind of absurd. Like to just it yeah. anywhere else. Uh, I don't I know. know. Like, I know. That is what, I'm you're, kind that's of like, what you're after. I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of sold. And, and, you know, I got to, you know, this is great test and tune stuff. Like all day of driving handled very predictably i had a, a ton of fun it's just like it, it, it i just kind of love this car i fall in love with it every, more every time i drive it on back roads and um yeah having brand new uh sticky michelins is no small thing that's just a glorious thing to to uh have at your fingertips and um so at, at the end of the day super happy with how uh you know the you know that i was able to get the pieces together and a, and a decent cobbled together setup and it, and it worked really well sweet that's a glowing review i like it yeah i like it lane how was your car i didn't really hear of any issues no it was good it, yeah my car did really well i mean like you guys are talking about that crown and the dirt road like i didn't, I didn't even feel any of that it's like it's my so car funny. has huh. zero clearance issues ever it's yeah. so That's flat crazy under with there. That big bumper. Yeah, it's just so. Fl- I mean, I guess it's not that low though. That's the thing. It isn't like, that low? It it like yeah. the car is low as far as like you look at the fender gaps and stuff. It looks pretty low and everything, but it's just yeah. like I never. And speaking of rubbing, like it never rubs anywhere. Like you could do. I mean, you could. I that's one good thing. You don't have those weird mystery noises going on and stuff. So, um, but yeah, the car felt nice. really good. Um, uh, one thing I did do when we went on a dawn patrol drive with Phil, like a month and a half ago or something like that, Warren and I did, um, down in Carmel and my car, I felt like it, it was a little like, I mean, the roads were a little damp and stuff. And like, we don't really know those, that road. I don't know that road that well, but, um, it felt a little like the rear end felt a little unpredictable and kind of like, I didn't feel very confident in the rear end. And I was like, man, what's like, maybe I just need a, I, I probably still need a good alignment. I don't have a good alignment, but right. I'm like, maybe it just needs alignment, whatever. Um, when I put these tires on, I guess I had never like checked the pressures, dude. Mm. And oh. they, they basically, they were like, 
they were like even pressure front or rear, like 30 pounds. What is it supposed to be? You're supposed to be at like 36 in the rear and 30 in the front. Um, oh. Basically, you adding more grip to the rear, essentially. Mm. Yep. And it felt right. before like it was like kind of kind of like wiggling around the rear and it wasn't predictable like you always kind of felt like what's the rear end doing like i don't know it, it just felt kind of sketch like i felt sketch lowering pressure it. make makes more grip though right no it's less grip it's well there's like a it depends a on the tire but also certain, there's a curve there's a to curve a certain right? point yeah, yeah, yeah but but lowering pressure that's why when you're when your tire gets flat you like spin right like if you're that well, if that flat tire is a different low. thing. Flat's a different well, thing, but, but yeah, low, like if you want to turn in better, then I think you lower it. Uh, for no. well, well, there's better, also another thing going turning. on here that he, that he just said, right? That's super important. Is that you know he had thirty thirty, he had even square pressure, which is not the way the car is set up. Like the car no. is supposed to have more right. tire pressure yeah. in the right. rear. And, so and thirty six so, pounds does give you more grip than thirty pounds in that tire. It's supposed to have that. Because but it has a very soft sidewall, probably too. Yeah, like, exactly. And, and just the, it's all these different things, yeah, for sure. So it um, does give me more brit grip. If I went up to thirty, if I went up to like forty, I'd probably have less grip, right? Right. Like there's a there's a window where it's like more pressure is more grip, and then it falls off. And the same with the other way, but um, yeah. And so five pounds it, of pressure, five six pound of pressure, that makes a huge yeah. difference in handling. So it was squ- basically it was squishy in the rear end, dude. It was just yeah. squishy, yeah. and it was unpredictable, and it was moving around a lot, and it didn't, it 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 just didn't have like you didn't feel what it was doing. Um, so doing that made a huge difference. Um, and the car, yeah, it felt pretty good. I mean, the, it, like the whole day, I never got a point. I I was never like driving hard i would say until the i had one good hard run the whole day and that was the very last um section of the day climbing up that mountain um, dude that uh, mountain was so crazy so glorious and i was just like it was just full throttle mashing it and turning it as hard as i could the whole time um and i had a great run and like we were talking about the the goldilocks number of cars to be with um, I was with four other cars and, uh, and they were, they were all great. I mean, it was, uh, Paul leading, leading it. Um, Paul auto kennel, Paul Kramer. And then behind him was, uh, Jordan Sanchez and his, uh, Veloster N. And, uh, I made a comment to him after I'm like, dude, you, this is definitely the best run you've ever had in your life. And he's like, yeah, like you know, it's like because I was like, <laughs> he's C4 like four Corvette, and he went up to me earlier, and he's like, I, "I'm not, I'm not holding you up, right?" Because I know I was holding you up in the Corvette, and I'm like, "No, dude, you're good, you're perfect." And he's like, "Yeah, the Corvette was a little like, uh, you know, a little, a little sketchy, like horrible, a little horrible, yeah, horrible." So yeah, and then I was uh, Tom Jutz and uh, Bad Rabbit Habit, and it was just a really fun group of like weird, weird cars to be running with experience yeah. there yeah. you know yeah all different different engine configurations and yeah. and uh tire sizes and everything was just and power right like jordan's car has 300 yeah, horsepower funny. front wheel drive with a diff and and then thomas jets has like a built motor in his 911 but he has little skinny tires and then i have like the least horsepower but i have a 50 50 weight distribution and like pretty decent tires and everything so yeah, it was just kind of fun. It kind of evened everyone out. And I think that road's a equalizer anyway. So yep. um, I yeah. think as long as you just like, you can just drive that road hard too. And it's, um, um, 
you're just watching out for cyclists and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I was oh, saying cl- giant cliffs. Yeah. Well, that section, the section I'm talking about, I don't think it really had many. Ju- yeah, yeah, it's more all, like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm I th- just you're I not aware you get, of the tri- it was cliffs. Or it was, it was only at the very top of that, I think. Yeah. Kind of like as it was kind of done. Oh, yeah. On the there ridge. Were, there were a couple. Well, it was like before you turn onto that ridge road, I think. Or maybe, I don't know, whatever. Uh, I remember getting up and going around these turns where it's like, oh, my God, this vista oh, yeah. is just like insanity. And it was sketchy, too, because it was like beautiful view, right? Like un- unmatchable. You're going around this turn, and there's like, it looks like a little turnout right there which would be a great spot for a turnout uh and you're just you would be looking at this expansive view uh and then as i'm going by you know kind of questioning like oh maybe we should turn out and take a photo i look and it's not a turnout at all it was a little berm that looked like Mm. a turnout and if i would have pulled (laughs) off the road there i would have gone straight down a giant giant mountain uh but there were two of those and i was like but I mean, you know, you're not really pulling out anyways. This is like, it was, that was a super, super fun run going up that hill. Yeah. So we passed a, 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 a cop who was just sitting, uh, sitting there, uh, kind of three quarters of the way through it. And he was, I don't know, checking out the view, whatever. He was definitely mad dogging us as we drove by in our group of five or six. And, uh, the group I was with, I was all sketched out. You know, I was like wanting to tiptoe a little bit after everybody else in my group is like, Right around one corner, hammer down. <laughs> no, not a care in the world. Just keep going. Yeah. No, it was super fun. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I've I've been like trying to put those seats in my car to get ready for the next rally, um, but I'm not gonna be able to bring my car, unfortunately. What? On the rally, it's like the the seat mount is like destroyed. Oh, really? Yeah. Like Remember you're ripped I, out so of the had, had Like, so the early cars are known for, like, ripping the seat mounts. Um, and I'd had the front two welded before by Dave. Oh, uh, I remember uh, that. Yeah. And uh, the rear left one is just, like, dude, it's gnarly, dude. Like, I, I mean, it's, like, it's good I'm checking it now and doing this because it's, like, it was kind of, it, like, it's pretty sketchy, actually. Um, like it ripped the metal out or something? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Dang. Yeah. So is is the is the solution pretty straightforward or is it and it's, it's going to be an ordeal? To, no, that's an ordeal, dude, cuz I have to get yeah. it welded and whatever. Yeah. Um shit. So yeah. Uh, but I so it sucks too cuz I started with the passenger side and I got that seat in. I actually hooked it up to electricity and I got it moving and and I got it working. Um which was like a huge like win, right? Like getting it all dialed and then i go to put the other seat in it was like such a pain in the ass to get out too because it was all fucked up it oh, took like you can't torque the the bolt you can't turn it, it. you couldn't yeah, even it. turn it and i was yeah. like having to pull the seat to like put pressure uh, do all this stuff and i finally got it out but it's like it's just like it looks gnarly under there so um yeah so i i don't have a car for the rally at this point Okay. What do you want so, to do? I guess I we'll know. talk offline. But. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I might just. I don't know. Yeah, we'll find it. We'll figure. I'll figure something out. Gnarly, dude. Uh, last minute uh, update. Well, I guess people will find out on the rally right now that are listening to the show. <laughs> yeah. And, dude, so can you? T- I don't have any background except for the post uh, on these Recaro seats. What? 
I didn't even know if it was you or Art or what. Oh what, yeah. So did can you I talk, talk about those about seats? Them? I forget if I talked about. So maybe you did. For, I, was I think I talked week. about them on. Did I talk about them at all? Yeah, you did. It was. Uh, oh it, it yeah, was I talked about them on the podcast. Brian wasn't yeah. on, but anyways. All right. Uh, yeah, I got this pair. They're brand new, new old stock from 1989, and. um yeah, pair of seats and, uh, they're cherry and they're rad and, uh, <laughs> um, th- they look great. It looks, they look really cool in the car and they look like they're gonna be so comfortable and, and supportive and like killer. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah. and I was always like scared. You're, it's kind of like, cause my car didn't come with power seats. So it's always kind of like, how do you do that? And, you know, it's kind of like one of those things, but, um, right. I just hooked like, basically you have ignition wires coming off to your like stereo and you, you have a, it, it's just two wires. It's a, a, a ground and a power. So it's super yeah, it's simple. pretty right. old school system. Yeah. It's not like a modern BMW. Like, so my, my one thirty five I did not come with sports seats, yeah, <clears throat> which was like a requisite for me when I was looking for a car, but this car had everything else, like no navigation, like it was black on black, blah, blah. And, and so I found a set of sports seats, but they were uh, heated and um, they were manual, which was awesome because that's what I wanted. But they were heated, and I tried so hard to make the fucking heat to work. But it's you're dealing now with harnesses, and now you have to reset computers, and it's just like a whole other thing, right? These uh, are heated was, too. That's so rad. It's it's really yeah. really cool. Yeah, with that you have to get like a harness and stuff with the modern cars. But yeah, with this thing, it's just literally hooking it up, and then like I threw an inline fuse in. Um, yeah. In you know, and then there's also a f- fuse on the fuse box for that what I'm the circuit I'm using and stuff. So it's uh but I did an inline fuse and um a couple connectors and it's all good. Um but yeah now I have to get it I have to get it welded up and we just don't have the time. Memory card failed again. Memory card failed again. So hey, you need a new memory this, card. Did you format yeah, I guess it? I do need a new one. I've never had a problem before until that last it's empty starting over and it says full after an hour, hour and a half. We've never had an issue with that memory card Gotta for six months. We've been doing this. So I don't know what's going on with it. Maybe it's corrupt, like the wrapper. Hidden files. No idea. Maybe hidden files. Yep, yep. Spies. The Russians, maybe North yeah, Korea. and mm-hmm. the Iraqs, something like that. Yeah. All of them. Um, are you guys ready for some How about trivia? your car, Wham? Trivia? Oh, I, I want to hear about your car, man. Did you uh, give me some a, a little a brief car, summary? Um, Everything cool? Yeah, all good. I didn't have to do anything to it. Um, just put gas in it. It was great. Had good runs with multiple different groups. Like I was saying, I ran with Teal and Sarah for a little bit in the nine two four. That's a good mix. Uh, good car. I think I was there too. Yeah, but by the also way. later on as yeah, well. That's cool. And uh, then uh, Gabe in his E30 and then Raj in his six series. And we had a good run on that fun road that you were talking about art that you got a clear run on. That was our, our zone. Oh, sweet. Nice. And then, yeah. um, we had some fun going over uh, highway 28, I think it is, which is a really busy road. So I don't feel bad throwing it out there, but it goes from Middletown to Calistoga. And, um, it's a crazy road. It's like Hecker pass. If you're familiar, but it's got, it's got, yeah. it goes four lanes around these super tight turns and the passing zones are like in the apex. So it's a really trippy, fucking weird, yeah. uh, experience. Um, for those of you that have driven up there a lot, um, it's just funny 
It almost feels like Japan for some reason. Yeah. How, how I would picture Japan. <laughs> it's like it's weird, mountain right? Mountain road, windy mountain road, but it's like really good pavement and like good markings and like real, you know, several lanes. And you're like, yeah, it's weird. It's uncommon. Yeah. Uncommon, exactly. Yeah, I was behind Warren on that one, and we came around at one turn. And there was like a like a, a car carrier on truck, and it was it was in un in yeah oncoming in our lane. Oh, and so shit. then we went into <laughs> yeah. the dirt a little bit <laughs> to get yeah. around it, and um, it was just yeah, it's a kind of a gnarly road, gnarly road. So, dude, probably lost brakes or something. No, because no, it, it was going uphill, but it couldn't oh. it couldn't go around the turn without being in the lane, right? Oh, Cause it, yeah, because it's so it was tight. so long. Oh, it's yeah. so tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, it's a really cool road for sure. That um, twenty nine, right? Twenty nine. What are you talking about? Um, yeah. but yeah, as you said, yeah, it's a commuter fast road, but a, I mean, a road that you would want to drive like highway yes. 17 at three in the morning when there's totally. no one around, right? Like that's it's an interesting super road fun because there's no center wall. It's obviously there's a center line and all that, but no center wall, but it's four lanes in places. So I think you could get really loose on that road. Like if once yeah. you know that thing and yeah. it's three in the morning or something, that's a, a quite a road. So yeah, and we're, I mean, we, four lanes, you definitely get loose. We're used to one lane, know. you know? I mean, four, four lanes four is lanes pretty hardcore. Hard. Um, and then I, yeah. after lunch, I, what happened? I got, oh, I was behind Lane and this whole group that he was talking about going up the mountain, uh, Tom Jets and, uh, John Jesse and Paul Kramer and Jordan Sanchez and all them. And then the two Volvo guys, which I didn't really get to talk to, but two, uh, boxy Volvos, one wagon, one sedan, and they were, they were in the group. But they pulled over to regroup, and I was going to go ahead and get photos from this rad vista we were just talking about, like insane ocean views and awesome, this ribbon of a road that's like right out of a car commercial. And so I went up there, and I waited for like kind of a while. Like I got my chair out. I was I FaceTimed with my family. Like <laughs> Damn, Corvette guy out, over here. I don't chair out. Like a little barbecue. I was <laughs> boiling hot dogs. Um, put the little, and then they, put the little doll next to your car that's like <laughs> leaning on the exactly. bumper. Exactly. <laughs> Monroe was in this shotgun, but um, then I think what happened is I waited so long, I waited for a while, and then I left, and they must have just like right after that come up and passed through. But uh, I kind of felt like maybe they oh. weren't coming, and I didn't, I didn't vocalize to them that that's what I was doing. So, but the good news there is I had some of the most beautiful, well paved road in California, like Highway One. Um, south was all to myself and that entire hill climb was completely solo with not any car in oncoming there was one cyclist yep. the rest of it was that's was just yeah completely open um so that was really rad and then finishing up at in and out with everyone and uh our buddy misha and his family came out and we had dinner together and and looked at his oh nice. and yeah totally had a good end of the rally and um kind of a smooth Oh yeah, because he got an E30 yeah, cab, he right? Got an E30 cab, and yeah. um, it's funny. He's definitely it's their only real car. They have that and E Golf, I think. So it's like, like if they want to go anywhere, yeah. they're getting in the E30. He's got two kid seats in the convertible in the back, you know, and they have a little little one, and then a five year old, or you know. So, yeah, he said they're going to Tahoe soon. They're just going to rent yeah, a car. Yeah, that's probably a good call. Yeah. Oh, there case. you go. But, yeah. Um, he was sense. so intent on getting a really nice example, like he paid up for it, you know, and uh, he wanted plastic bumpers. And he wanted this. He wanted that. Meanwhile, his son, who's five, is climbing in by getting up on the rear tire, foot on the, the top of the trunk, ah. into the back seat, like on the leather, you know, <laughs> like, all right, well, I guess, you know, it can all be fixed and stuff. But 
if anything yeah. were to happen. But um, yeah, no, overall it was a great, great rally. I, I do feel like it's the only bummer is it's such a short day overall to see all these different people. It's like the fast group. I didn't see them. I saw them in the morning meeting and that was it. Like, I think I might've saw them um, at the very end of the day for a minute. Um, and just a few other people that I wanted to connect with. So I have to be a little more aware of that on this upcoming rally. And like, I think like art and I, mm-hmm. like we should, yeah, I mean, it's hard. you and I art should run together tomorrow or on Thursday because we have the same car and it's like, you know, similar capabilities there. And yeah. uh, we never get to run together because you're always usually in a faster car as well. Yeah. So yeah, anyways, sure. just, yeah, yeah. I know. Let's I always think it. like, Oh, I'll just meet up with people down the road. I'll leave whenever. I don't really, you know, I'm not, See, that's exactly what I was, I was I thinking. Know. Same thing. And I, I just, and usually works out, but yeah, this time around, I was like, I need to be, more, that's, that's kind of what I kicked off the conversation with on my end was like, I need to be more conscious of that and find I my group. And for a one know, day rally too, yeah, is be you, more you don't have as much time to be like, Oh, tomorrow I'll figure that out. Or I'll take that picture tomorrow or right. I'll talk to that person tomorrow. Yeah. You yeah. don't get the, like, I'll see them at exactly. dinner too. Or, or at the hotel. Whatever. It's like, yeah. You, yeah, you, you kind of yeah. have to plan it a yeah. little more because it's, by the way, in terms of feedback, I, I did get quite a bit of feedback. People love the one day thing. Um, and I was thinking like, dude, it would be rad to just do a, the, like eventually do like a full sit down breakfast, full sit down dinner for a one day. Like, I think that could be very interesting. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. and, um, you know, cause it's the commitment is so low for people that like, and it's, and it's a full day of just really cool shit, <laughs> you know, but with the socializing and then the driving. Yeah. yeah be um, awesome. I think there's a lot of potential think, there for uh, that in the long I run. I think also doing it during the week is kind of an advantage in a lot of ways because people are already dedicated to being away from family and there's no other, uh, you know, life fun things getting in the way on a Thursday. You're like, okay, I'm either going to work or I'm taking the day off, but the family's not expecting to be around. And, you know, most people, um, have that to consider. So yeah, that's definitely something we should think about. Even if we go back to a three day big rally format, throwing in the odd Thursday, you know, rally yeah. is something to think about. And especially if you, in a, in a non COVID world, when you, you factor in that you do a hotel the night before, like that's actually a, a lot of quality time. Everybody drives up, you know, meets the night before hotel, then, then have the whole next day. Um, that's, that's pretty yeah. decent. Yeah. Like our, our time in Napa was really fun because we got up there at three, four o'clock or five o'clock. I can't remember, but, um, and Lane and I were staying at a hotel and then, uh, Ron Ang came and joined us and then Colin Hill drove up with us and, um, who else was Croc yeah, met Croc up with us and, uh, Paul Kramer, of course. And we had a nice little, nice little scene. They had a full like lounge in the back by the pool and no one was using it. So it was totally distanced and outdoors and great. And we had beers nice. and then we walked to dinner and walked back. Right. It was just like a really, um, it felt very normal, you know, all things considered. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, except well, for, we, yeah, except for well, Lane wearing like a gas mask. That was kind of weird. I don't want to talk yeah, about dinner at all. So. But we also, we did go to Blackbird Diner. Dinner. He doesn't want to talk, talk about, about it. it. <laughs> and we sat inside. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so. Why? That, was a, that was the worst fucking meal that Colin made me eat. <laughs> I know. Me too. I had the same thing too. And I fucking felt like shit the whole Black rest Bear of the day. is usually good. And Black I didn't eat till like 2 p.m. the next yeah. day. And even then I was like, and then I didn't even eat dinner when we got Dang. in and out. Cause I was like, Ugh. I was all fucked up. Dude, Still feeling that, 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 that like 24 hours or whatever. I'm like, 
dude, I need to like detox. <laughs> it shows you that I've just yeah, been eating like home cooked meals and like very little to take out. And then I just went like mm. so hard. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not going to ask because it sounds like you don't want to discuss it, but, um, Black Bear, just yeah. as Brian says, I mean, when you go to Willow, when you go to Willow Springs, or not Willow Springs, no, when yeah, you go to fucking just, Thunder Hill. Incorrectly. Like, that's all I can tell you. Well, yeah, we ordered yeah. wrong, dude. We that's a, that's done... what I was going to say. Yeah. It's like you, there's like your go to, it's just like a diner, right? So you got to, you, you, you take it <laughs> yeah. easy and you get the, the fucking, I, the Canadian ham with the order... eggs. I, I I feel like I, uh, we we don't need to talk about it. But, we should have uh, done normal breakfast on. for dinner. We did chicken and waffles with cheesy bacon grits on the side, and and it was just like chicken tenders thrown on a shitty waffle. It, it was the gnarliest chicken tenders though. It was like all oil, like like they were so and of fried. Course I like, ate every bite because okay. I was just like so excited okay. to be out in the world and yeah yeah. Anyways, um, um. Project car update. I got an E28, so that's a thing. Uh, just an intro. Yeah, but we could go. We could go straight to the uh, trivia if you want. <laughs> okay. I know it's late. Yeah. Well, I think we should uh, let's let's concentrate on that next podcast, next Sunday edition. E28 updates. But yeah, you got an E28. Sure. It's something. Yeah. It's a car you've owned before. You got it for a dollar. Yeah, and it 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 drives, and it's like. Decent. It's yeah. This is like the OG four windows down car. Taking and, your kids in it and stuff. Uh, it's still works. Yeah, we did like a you know a little um, shakedown miles around SC, and it's like you know new radiator. It it, it I can leave this thing running, uh, and it 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 doesn't overheat, and um, it does have a funky noise uh, that goes away when you put the clutch in. It kind of sounds like it might be a throwout bearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to get the, I, I have it, I'm trying to get some time with Steve Smith down Wait, here. Um, uh, so if ASAP. you put, if it, if it goes away with the clutch in, that's intermediate shaft, right? Or the, I'm sorry, input shaft on the transmission. Yeah. It, Cause it, the throw bearing makes noise when you put the clutch in. Yeah. So it, usually that's the input shaft bearing. Well, so what's the, the, what would the input? Oh, the input shaft bearing you still need a clutch job. on the transmission. I can't picture what that is. Still need a clutch job, right? Yeah, so it's um just think of where the clutch attaches in the center. There's a piece that sticks out in the transmission, and so the bearing that's around that piece, um, oh. that that, uh, that basically what everything's bolted onto. So <laughs> it feels like the clutch is strong. So what's the failure on that? Can I just run it till it fails, or what? And well, the, if and I then... and the failure is that that when that bearing seal fails, then transmission fluid is going to pour out all over your clutch, and you're not going to have a, a functional clutch. So what well, the reason it goes okay. away when you release the the reason that goes away is that uh, when the clutch is engaged or when it's in gear is that it's loaded, right? So the bearing isn't rattling around. Like just imagine like the pressure plate is pushing the, the clutch into the flywheel, rattling around. That's Kind of yeah, look up look uh, look up yeah. input shaft bearing on a transmission. Yeah, it's uh yeah. that it's it's a thing that could it's one of those things, right? Like a lot of these bearings, it could it yeah. could last forever or it could die it's in a thousand miles. Forever. So um, it sucks right because it is a transmission <laughs> thing. That's I'm what's bet not on forever, yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, not on forever. Yeah, it needs a clutch. Yeah, and, I mean, and the thing has it, the the chassis has two hundred fifty thousand miles. Uh, I had a picture on my Instagram from twenty thirteen or something where I'm like trying to get the thing to pass smog, and uh, I don't know how many miles it had back then. I feel like there was, I feel like Dave had maybe even done some engine stuff too, uh, but I haven't gone yeah. through all the receipts or anything. Uh, 
Yeah, it's definitely not perfect. There's dents everywhere, but it actually, you know, with a solid coat of paint on it. And um, yeah, it's definitely. And uh, didn't he put like a really driver nice like, or driver interior? minus quality? Didn't he put He's like a really nice sport interior? In there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, should we do this? Yep. Yeah. Let's. It's trivia time. Uh, you guys are all familiar with Lil Yachty, right? Nope. No, no, <laughs> no, of course not. Uh, Lil Yachty um, uh, is a rapper out of. Uh, is that Yacht? Yacht. Y A C H T Y. Yeah. C H T. Yeah. He's a rapper out of okay. ATL, home of the Pimps and the Moneymakers, of course. Um, mm-hmm. He was arrested over the weekend for what? What got what got little Yachty arrested? This, Whoa. Is this a car question? Just relax, Lane. Take it easy, all right? <laughs> just because it's not any any possible answer here, right? related. Dude, you got to give us a hint. Uh, it's it is car. You got to give us it a hint. Car related. He was ghost ghost riding the whip. It's, it's car related. Well, it, was, it was ghost riding the whip. Hey, he, he was he yeah. was at a, sh- a side show. Those are both really good answers. And I wish that was true. Do people still ghost ride whips? Yeah, I haven't are... heard of that in fucking ten years. I don't know. It's, it's kind of old. We did it on Cherry Lake Dam yeah. in 2004 or whatever. We did it on our intro video for uh, That's right. uh, Driving Wall Awesome Lemons team in 2006 yep. or 2005. Right. I did it at a sample wedding in San Diego. But that was a long time ago. So. I was I was in there. I was doing yeah. it with you. Yep. Hyundai yep. Sonata, uh, yeah. I believe. I remember, I remember hearing yeah. about that. <laughs> All right. So any any guesses? All right, the Cherry Lake Dam one, Warren, uh, was that in Jeff's Ford Ranger pickup? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, maybe it was a train of... Uh, Ghost writing? I, I I feel like I did it. In, yeah, kind of sounds familiar. Yeah. There's been yeah. a few. So, Wham, did you say arrested? Yeah, arrested. arrested. Okay, because uh, my other guess was going to be he he has two step on his car and he was banging off the. <laughs> and by thing. the way, the, the, I don't know. It says a, um, the incident took place like last week when Yachty's white blank car. By the way, like it's John Smith and he's they're like when. Smith's car. It's Yachty. <laughs> That's his last name. Lil, first name, last name, Yachty. Oh, he yeah. He was arrested for driving over 150 miles an hour in downtown Atlanta in his brand oh. new Ferrari, which I feel like my high school self would be so disappointed. I don't even know what the current 488, 458 uh, Ferrari is called. That's where I'm at in like new... For and, right? and you don't know, and you don't know who little Yachty that's is. That's true too. Until that's this. probably a bigger problem. Like your high school self is very disappointed. <laughs> I know yeah. little Tupac, but no Yachty. Um, yeah, he got yeah. A, he got a white Ferrari for his birthday. It's the whatever the four eighty eight, I guess. Italia is that what the current one is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah. I thought they changed the name, but four eighty Italia, one hundred and fifty miles an hour through downtown Atlanta. Wait, is it, a, is, it, is it a speciale? Yeah, I don't even I know. know either. I, <laughs> I'm just throwing more more fucking tr- more bullshit into the mix. Tree colore? How do you how do you even pull him over? I for know, that? right? It must. You wait until he's like long, long gone out and of the city. Is more like what than you, what, 100. I'm curious how that over happened. 150 miles an hour. Yeah, so this is this is radioing ahead, right? This is what's happening Gotta here. Be. All right, so that's <laughs> that's your uh, one trivia. That's your little yachty trivia. I don't want to. You know, okay. What do you have? Anything little Bodie? <laughs> anything for it's little Bodie? It's a flat floor Bodie uh, for the listeners. <laughs> uh, 
Little dingy rapper. Little dingy. Coming up. I think that's his like, little bow wow. <laughs> I like little dingy. That's his little brother. So, uh, the new Volkswagen electric car platform is making their rounds. Um, it's that SUV with a s- sloped roof. It's terrible. ID4 is the ID4 crossover. And that platform is going to be used on all sorts of stuff. And that's where the rear drive GTI or golf platform, the e-golf uh, e golf is going to be a rear wheel drive because this is a rear wheel drive electric car. Okay, so I had it wrong. I thought this was replacing the uh, the e golf. Was this little oh, crossover? Well, I think the platform. I thought there was no more e golf. No, I think the the first crossover is like the introduction to it, but the platform will be used for other models. Okay. Then all of a sudden, I'm super enthusiastic about yeah. this. So um, on this. Rear wheel drive. This new electric rear wheel drive platform from Volkswagen. What low tech piece of hardware do they still use? Where for? for oh, what? Uh, uh, e- uh, manual e brake. Ah, good guess. Very good guess, but no, doubt it. Alternator. Uh, alternator. Wow. Elect- no nope. fuck. Not an alternator, but that's that's a good guess because that would be very <laughs> unusual, right? Like electric car with an, a belt driven alternator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would be. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to think of why you would bring yeah. it up, and you know, this a fuel pump, <laughs> a fuel pump. <laughs> yeah, um, it has rear drum brakes. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> so there's the first theory you'd think is, it is like, Aero? well, it's going to be an expensive ass car. They're going to try to cut costs so it'll be affordable for people, but that's actually not it. It's it is on the rear axle driven tires. It has drum brakes. But it's not for cost; it's for drag reduction. Because yeah, yeah. you know, obviously, disc brakes mm, are more always dragging on the caliper, and mm-hmm. this system is more efficient for actual efficiency. <laughs> so, uh, for regen, yeah, it, really? and regen, right? So it's it's got a crazy yeah. amount of regen that you're not using the brakes as much, and the interval on drum brakes in that case, they said it was like very long. You can go a long time before mm-hmm. service. So. Rear cool. uh, drum huh. brakes. That's crazy. On a rear drive electric, brand new, state of the art car. Hmm. Makes sense. I mean, yeah. I mean, drum brakes. Eh. They have limitations, but it's in this case, it doesn't. It, it, they don't. They're not a problem. Right. right? It's not a problem. Like you don't have for performance. Obviously, like high heat. The regen is the, the key, um, I think, because yeah. otherwise, you're like for us yeah. in the enthusiast yeah. market, we're thinking like, ah, oh, God, hustling this car, and you're you know hard on the brakes, but. Maybe you just don't need the brakes as much as you'd think. So, no, dude. The, yeah. In the e golf, if you have max regen yeah. on, it's it it hauls that thing down very quick. Right. right. Um. So I well, I have to throw in a, a very tiny little trivia here at the end because I was so embarrassed that we didn't know what the 488 is called, yes. the new one, that Thank I you. looked it up. Pisto. I'm not embarrassed. Uh, so well, Lane goes last, uh, and I'll I'll give you a hint. Um. It it means racetrack in Italian. Fiorano? <laughs> 488 Fiorano sounds good. Uh, 488. Uh, 488. Auto. Or something? Auto it was the Pisto, right? Pista or something. Pista. Pista. 488 Pista. No shit. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I pulled that out of my ass. Well, I had Pista. already said Pista. it. Yeah. Lane said it, but he said, yeah, he's he, he so short it in there. that he didn't remember that he <laughs> yeah. said it. That I completely it forgot that. Well, it's kind of like what? What is that? Are, are you, you sure you that you said it? it? 
I don't yeah, think he did, right. dude. I said I it right said after it. Art said Lane goes last, but he had already said it. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I think um, Warren probably knows the term. It's a comedian. It's a comedian thing, right? Where comedians have conflicts because they've heard a joke, uh, but they don't they don't know yeah. they have, and it's like a subconscious thing. So they think they own the joke and they created it, but in reality, yeah, right, right, right. This is what happened here. I forget what it's called. It's a, there's That's a very specific to have a network of comedians to bounce stuff well, off of and say, "Is this is this a thing? Yeah. Is that something? Um." Well, I'll, I'll skate around all of this controversy about uh, Lane feeding my brain stuff uh, <laughs> and uh, mention that um, Little Yachty, his album name uh, is uh, Little Permission is to Come Aboard. Little Boat. Little Boat? <laughs> Little Boat. In, oh, uh, cool. tw- he, he rose to fame in 2016 with his mixtape Little Boat. Nice. Little Yachty, Little I Boat. I don't know about this. Mm. Yeah, well, well, he's moving on up, right? Lil Yachty. So that's cool. I like that he kept it diminutive too. So it's still kind of humble, right? Like he yeah. could have been Big Yachty, yeah. but like, fuck, he went from Lil Boat to like Big Yachty. Have you guys, do, have you guys gone down the rabbit hole of he, some of these rapper Instagram accounts? It's just them nope. like holding no. money, like insane amounts of like yeah. cash. <laughs> in, I really like the Mercedes guy though. That was pretty rad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just all big, gigantic asses that are oh, money right. on gigantic that's, asses. I mean, that's the same thing, right? <laughs> you guys should watch Dave. Watch Dave on uh, FX. I saw it so long oh, ago. Oh, I know, but these guys haven't. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to educate more people than you, Lane. You're too smart. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I'll start with Moon. Oh, I got to start with Moon. No, dude, go watch Dave on Hulu. Great, but watch Moon it's and then really also good. watch Drive to Survive. Is that what it is? Yeah, and I think Moon is available on Prime. It might be Amazon Prime on or Prime. one of those I right it now. Again for the right. second time recently, and it holds up so well. It's awesome. It's like one of my wife's oh, favorite movies. Your wife's super smart. It's pretty. Um, I've never even it's, heard of it. It's really good. It's a little. I mean, it is. It's it's, it's low slow, budget and it's but, slow, but it's uh, a it's cool good. idea. Yeah. So Moon, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, and David Bowie's son no directed idea. it. I was Ziggy Stardust. David Bowie's son. Yeah, uh, no, it's not Sam <laughs> What's his name? Look it up. I don't, I don't no, know. it was um, it was Mister uh, Tom, right? right? That's, that's, right. that's his... Earth control. ground control. That's his name. That's his name. <laughs> that's his name. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, that's his. That's Mr. his. Mister Control was uh, found racing his Ferrari. Ground. Hey, what's up, Ground? How's it going, man? Pista. Okay, that's podcast. Thank you for joining us, Duncan Jones. See you next time. Later. See ya. Later. Peace. Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies, and discounts on everything in our store, early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Um, yeah. It really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast, and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.